I'm Leanne Spencer, expert in corporate well-being, author, and your host. Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show's brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Remove Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer, your host, looking out onto a London skyline, which frankly is a bit cloudy, it's a bit grey, it's a bit mist, but the energy in here is good. And before I get cracking on talking about the pillars of a healthy circadian rhythm, I just want to publicise a workshop that we've got coming up on Thursday, the 27th of May. And it's about burnout at work. I've experienced burnout personally, as many of you will know, recovered from it. And it's a very recoverable thing. In that workshop, we will talk about how to spot it most crucially, how to spot it in yourself, how to spot burnout in others, what to do about it, what are the considerations that employers and companies need to have around burnout. So it's going to be a really interactive and fun 40, 45 minutes or so. It's scheduled for now. We always like to leave lots of time for interaction and for Q&A. So if you'd like to come along to that, and it's ideal for HR managers, HR directors, heads of people, chief people officers, etc., then click in the show notes and that will take you through to the free registration link. Alternatively, go onto our website, bodyshopperformance.com. Go to the menu, click events, click burnout at work, and it'll get you there as well. So very much looking forward to seeing you there if you're coming along to that. And to this week's topic, which is healthy circadian rhythm. We do a lot of workshops about sleep. I'm really invested in my sleep. I use an Aura ring to track it. We did used to use their product a great deal. Uh, now I, I really recommend it, but I use it a lot personally. And we used to use it with our clients as well, as I mentioned. It's a great bit of kit. It's a ring that you can wear on any finger of either hand. And it, it's the most accurate sleep tracker on the market. So if you are interested in tracking sleep, and it isn't for everyone, Sometimes less is more in terms of data or subjective measures are always better. But if you are interested in a sleep tracker as an aside, your ring's a great bit of kit. But circadian rhythm uh, and managing a healthy circadian rhythm doesn't require any equipment, bar one or two things which are not expensive. And they are optional because there's other ways of, um, of doing it. So let me take you back to caveman times. And our caveman, cavewoman would have woken up because light was flooding the mouth of the cave. They'd have gone out to the mouth of that cave, look left, look right, look across at the horizon. Anything there going to eat me? Anything out there that I can go and attack and bring back to the camp for food? And depending on the answer to that question, they'd have gone about their business. And that would have involved lots and lots of daily, uh, sorry, natural movement. Lots of natural movement. They definitely wouldn't have been sitting in the cave after a, a quick 30 minute sprint. They'd have been out there. Um, engaging with the environment. So looking for berries, looking for food, seeking water, moving camp, sharpening instruments, squatting down in the cave, mending things, creating things, picking knits from each other's hair, bonding, connecting. Occasionally, of course, there would have been frenetic bouts of activity as they were hunting something or being hunted. But in the main, it would have been low level physical activity throughout most of their waking day. Now, the other thing that would have happened as they woke up is because they'd be in a healthy state, well-managed stress and so on, they would have had good levels of serotonin throughout the day. They'd have had nice high cortisol levels in the morning, which would have dropped as the day progressed and nice and low when they went to bed. But they may have been unaware of that. What they would have known is that lots of physical movement during the day is great for circadian rhythm. 
Now, the other thing that our ancestors would have done is they'd have been outdoors. Uh, they would be under the sun or at least out in natural light. And that's really important for circadian rhythm. We need to be moving, but very low level. People in the blue zones, who uh, the blue zones are areas of the world that have the highest proportion of centarians. So the highest proportion of people who live to be 100 or more. And one of the key things, there's several points that they all appear to have in common, but one of them is they do lots of low level physical activity. They never do structured exercise. They would laugh at that, but they do lots of walking and picking and, and commuting by foot. So our cave people would have been doing the same thing and they'd have been doing that outside. So they get lots of natural light, which is really important for good, healthy circadian rhythm. But they also subconsciously or unconsciously, admittedly, because they wouldn't have known about blue light, be managing their exposure to this frequency of light that we call blue light. It's not a color, it's a frequency. And it's emitted from the sun, but for us, for most of us, that's not a problem because we're awake during the day and we sleep at night. But it's also emitted through these artificial electronic devices that are recent creations, things like iPads, tablets, smartphones, junk lighting, like the, the electric light bulb, televisions as well as another one. Things that, let's face it, are typically on all day and half the night as well. Um, one of the things that we do at home to manage our exposure to blue light, and this is, a, this is where a bit of investment does come in, but it's as little as 30 quid up to a four times that, depending on what you buy, is getting a pair of blue light blocking glasses. I really recommend you do that because whilst they don't block out all the blue light, or at least the ones that do are wrap around and red lens and they do look a bit funky, but the pair I wear blocks out about 70%. And uh, it just, it means that it's a little it improves my sleep quite notably. I haven't done a lot of rigorous testing, but there is a lot of rigorous testing around blue light blocking glasses. And it's part of my routine and I get a good night's sleep. My sleep is never as good if I'm not wearing those glasses or if I'm in someone else's house and they've got all the lights blazing. You know, at home, we have lights on dim. Sometimes we'll watch TV in the dark. Yeah, we can see quite a bit because light's leaking in through from the outdoors, from the street lamps. Uh, so I'll be sat in blue light blocking glasses um, with very few lights on in the house using dimmer switches and all that kind of thing so that it's not too bright. So it's managing our exposure to blue light as well as making sure we get lots of natural light during the day. Those two things are really critical. And then when you put the third pillar on, which is movement, that's what sets a healthy circadian rhythm. Now, I'm generalizing, you might have this nailed right on, but for a lot of people, we're not moving enough during the day. We're getting overexposed to blue light in the evening and we aren't getting enough natural light during the day. But the good news is, I think, that this is quite a fixable situation. We can get out and get slithers of natural light. I mean, not every job, not every employer, not every situation means that's really simple, but it should be doable. Um, and you can combine those little slithers of natural light with perhaps little pockets of movement, the movement snacking I talk about. Uh, but you can also combine it with just taking some breaths and just getting away from your screen, which also takes you away from blue light. So natural light breaks during the day, movement snacks during the day, standing as a default and generally being as dynamic as you can be. And then in the evening, blue light blocking glasses, dimmer switches on your lights, only turn a light on if you really need to. So, you know, it might sound fiddly, but I don't brush my teeth in the bathroom with the harsh light on. I turn the hall light on, which casts enough light into the room to me to brush my teeth and see where I'm going, but it's not subjecting me to that really harsh, bright light. 
And it does make a difference to my sleep. I have great sleep, typically. Funnily enough, last two nights have been interrupted by an unwell dog, but typically really great sleep, by which I mean somewhere between seven and eight hours, um, a good two to three hours of deep sleep. I get tons of deep sleep. Not so much on the REM sleep front. And maybe a subject for another podcast will be the difference between the two and what what constitutes a healthy sleep cycle and so on. But I mostly wake up feeling rested, which is your ultimate measure, really, because some people will feel rested on six fantastic hours of sleep. And other times you'll get eight hours and it's been very broken and not a lot of REM sleep, not a lot of deep sleep, just a lot of light, flickery eye sleep. Um, and you won't feel as rested. So really the truest measure is how you feel in the morning, whether you've got that zest and that energy and you feel recovered and rested. So hopefully that's helpful. Light during the day, movement during the day. Notice I say movement, not exercise. And then finally, controlling the blue light in the evening. And if you can get those things sorted, there is some other stuff that I'll share at some point around how to set up the bedroom and mental state is a huge, huge one as well. So maybe that'll be uh, the topic for a future podcast. But they're the things that I would love you to think about if you're looking to get a little bit more sleep. And I guess because you're listening to this, that might just be the case. So that's it for me. As always, share this with anyone who needs to hear it. Um, It's the greatest compliment that you can pay us by sharing our content. And of course, we take it for granted that people do because we won't necessarily know, but we hope that you do. That's it from me. Stay healthy. All the very best for now. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. If you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.